0: You can hear the fantastic sounds of a happy child. Yes. Mm.
1: All right he's then. Mad about nothing or mad about something.
0: Um. Mad about. He's mad because he's awake. Because he's mad that he's tired. Because he's mad that he doesn't want to go to sleep.
1: Yeah. yeah <laughs> same. I'm. That's where I'm at right now. But, of course, Honkifo has a giant
0: penis. (laughs) (coughs) Uh, uh, It's fantastic. Anyways. Tyler, did I hear the sultry sound of a flimp? You know, I was trying to do
1: it quietly to see what noise it would make so I could put it back in and do it right because this bottle has a very strange cap that's hard to take off, but yes, you did. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, I'm going to try it again. Wait. It's, hold on, it's a terrible, terrible cap on a great bottle. Ready?
0: (laughs) Uh, That one was way worse than the first one. The first one, the first one sounded pretty good. That one literally in my ears sounded like, nope. (laughs) Hold on, one more time. That's no, better. Well, that, that, that one was better. It actually had the 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 pop sound. It wasn't it wasn't no. a good one though. Hmm. <clears throat>
1: well, it's I'm having more of the Elijah Craig small batch, and it's a little sweet. <laughs>
0: of bigger. the what? The Elijah Craig small batch. Elijah, Alleg- <laughs> that you said. I'm having more of the alleged grape small batch. <laughs> this is the grape allegedly. <laughs> I thought maybe you were drinking brandy
1: <laughs> I have Okay, so I actually Have you mm. seen my bottle of pear brandy?
0: I, I have, it's fantastic It is fantastic It's not very good though, I don't <clears throat> like brandy I, do, I, do. I like brandy, but um, uh, I've never had pear brandy It's Well, <clears throat> maybe that's my only experience With pear brandy Because I had just tried mm-hmm. that I was like, ah, yes, no <clears throat> yeah, All I know is I know I prefer distilled things Over non-distilled things uh, which is why I like whiskey better than beer. And then someone gave me some wine, and I tasted it, and I said, Hmm, I'd rather drink brandy. I'd rather drink
1: brandy. Um, I don't Um. know that I prefer br- like bourbon over beer. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess let me put <clears> it this way. Um, <laughs> If I'm having bourbon, like, I'm not going to have a, a glass of bourbon. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to have, like, I might if... if it's really really good and I'm eating a lot of food I might have like towards a double shot at most Mm -hmm. and that's it like if I have a beer that I like I can have more than one and I can drink a lot of it and still be perfectly fine and I'm like yeah this I I don't know I like I like that concept more I think I don't know that I like the taste of one over the other as much as like ah this is good I can have a lot more of it
0: Mm -hmm. one time I was uh, I was sick and I was tired I was, as dad used to say, sick and tired. Um, yes. Uh, and I w- wanted to go to sleep, and I just could not go to sleep. And I may or may not have got up out of bed and poured myself six ounces of gin and drank that <laughs> and went to sleep. And <laughs> went to sleep.
1: <laughs> I've definitely had, I've definitely <laughs> went downstairs and took, like, a do- a shot or something, like, trying to go to sleep. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's shockingly helpful. Mm-hmm that's funny that you said gin though because that's exactly what I, I've never thought about that because I, I my thought was actually that I man
0: I have an awful lot of this gin mm-hmm. <laughs> I hardly ever drink it <laughs> I should probably drink that well so I you know I'm, I'm a big fan of Gilby's you know English gin is it English Which Brit- is what I have English gin British gin what's it called I, th- I think it's British British, I think it says British whatever it is it's that style of gin' I'm, uh, <clears throat> but I'm uh I'm a big. Th- I really like it, and maybe there's a better gin that is better. And I'd like to get aviation, some aviation, but continue. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. Um, uh, and I'd like to get some slow gin. Um, uh, which is gin that also has slow fruit in it. S L O E. Um, uh, and it's it's a uh, slow is kind of a tart, tangy, bordering on sour fruit. And I think that could be really good in gin. But I want to try that. But for me, like, something that is downright delicious, and I don't know why, it's refreshing and it makes me feel clean, is gin and ice. Okay, so two
1: things. One, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine. I I, it, I, I do, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't drink a lot of gin in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, I just have to say, you, it sounded 100% like you said, um... Slow fruit is a very tard, and then he kept going.
0: Slow fruit is a tard. I was like, Dude. "Well, all right." Uh, no, you're thinking of me. I am the tard. Yeah. John is the slow fruit. <laughs> uh, but Tyler, anyway. this this must be the Super Whiskey Bros podcast. If, if... you're a slow fruit. <laughs>
1: This must be...
0: Uh, A slow fruit talking about alcohol. Uh, So the first Uh, time I asked who you were, I actually stole that uh, from a podcast that I've recommended before. Um, uh, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the HP Podcraft, the HP Lovecraft Mm -hmm. Literary Podcast... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I have that they, 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 that's something that they did quite a bit was there was one guy that always jumped right in and the other guy felt introductions were important. Um, uh, and so the one guy popped in, he would say something and then he'd say, Oh, but how are you talking to his, um, uh, thing he said, Oh, I'm doing fine. But more importantly, who are you? <laughs> more importantly, what are you? <clears throat> not what? Why? Why we're the Bro. Super Whiskey Bros podcast? Huh? <laughs> oh, I hate that. <clears throat> uh, I, I, I hated that. But um, I I always thought that was hilarious. Um, uh, so I am uh, as it turns out, I'm completely out of whiskey, so I'm not drinking whiskey today. That's sad. Yeah, while I was at Walmart yesterday, I remembered that I didn't have any whiskey, and I'm like, I need some whiskey, and I forgot that Walmart can't sell whiskey in Oklahoma. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, and so I got one of my favorite drinks in the world instead. Uh, the alcohol content is zero. It is what we call non-alcoholic. But it's one of my I love it so much. It's um. Uh, <clears throat> they only sell it during the winter. Uh, like, they stop. It's not exactly winter. I think last year they stopped selling it maybe in April. Something like that. So... But it, it's pr- effectively... It's called the Winter Edition. Is what it's called. And, yeah. um, uh... It is... Red Bull... Um... Dragon Fruit. Mm, gross. And it's very good. I know you don't have a Sonic... Where you are, but Sonic does this thing where they sell a slushy version of Red Bull Dragon Fruit. Okay. But Sonic isn't open yet, so I'm drinking the regular. But I get that and have them put nerds in it.
1: Hmm. okay. <clears throat> uh I, I okay, so first of all, I'm I don't like Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Um just in general. I haven't problem with that like um Ellie's a big fan of the blueberry one, and mm-hmm. that's what I usually get her for when she has to wake up too early in the gosh darn morning to go play <laughs> uh, But I, I I,
0: I, just don't like it. Okay, so I like the, li- the the two limited editions. I like the winter edition, which is Dragon Fruit, and I like the summer edition, which is Pomegranate. Yeah, I just don't. I'm glad you have things to like, but that's gross. And I also do like the regular a little bit. Like it's nowhere near my favorite drink, but for about a year, every time I stopped by Speedway, I made sure I got at least one can of Red Bull because I wanted to support the company. Oh, okay. Here's why. You know it's owned by a Swiss man because the company's based in Switzerland. Sure. I didn't, never paid enough attention, but I believe you. Okay, so there. this is a few years back. The American executives of Red Bull, so the people who were in charge of the American division, sent an open letter to the Red Bull, to the company Red Bull, but addressed to the CEO. So it was basically a letter directly to him, but it was an open letter so everyone in the company could read it. And they were effectively saying things like. You're not doing enough um, uh, uh, to support Black Lives Matter. You hadn't donated any money to them. Like, you're not uh, going against them, which is, you know, a step in the right direction. But you're not donating any money to Black Lives Matter or to these other organizations. You are not showing any interest in actively hiring diversely. And you're not doing this and you're not doing any of these progressive things that we want you to do. And he fired them
1: yeah okay I'm all for that um, <laughs> um, I might start <coughs> Listen, since since we just recorded us making a very aggressive statement mm-hmm. this is worth mentioning mm-hmm. the concept of that in general <clears throat> makes me want mm-hmm. to vomit forget what they were telling them to support I, I really think that's cringy mm-hmm. I, I just i don't care what they were asking them to support mm-hmm. how you find that's like hey person i know none of this money is under my control mm-hmm. i know this is all your money that you've established a company over the course of many years to create this brand and name for yourself mm-hmm. um but we're gonna make a stink if you don't use some of that money that we have no right to then tell you that you're bad in whatever way because you're not using your money to do these things mm-hmm. That makes me, like, my spine turned a little bit. Sorry, side note. <clears throat> hey, aren't we going <clears> to <throat> talk about something today? We were
0: thinking about it. Uh, <clears throat> we, we've been doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just the wrong thing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So we'll see exactly where this direction goes. Um, uh, <gasps> where this direction goes. What direction this goes. Um, uh, have no idea exactly where it's going to start, where it's going to end, or why it's going to wind up there.
1: Well, it started with me taking a heavy sip of... <clears throat> Whiskey. Well, oh so yeah, that's going. the start.
0: Yeah, uh, and you know, yeah, whatever. Um, uh, lead us who knows where. Um. Uh, <clears throat> uh but that is um. Uh, uh, but the the topic for today <clears throat> is. Well, like if I had to give it a title, uh, it would be realism in video games when where why and how mm. um uh, and it's but the 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 concept of the 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 thesis of the statement uh, the thesis of the statement <laughs> the, the, the thesis the, statement the thesis of my thesis statement uh, that's my thesis statement realism in video games when where why and how and the thesis of my thesis is Um, uh, realism versus suspension of disbelief versus immersion, and pretty soon I'll have ninety-eight theses, and we'll see. You know, we'll make a pie.
1: I'm gonna nail on EA's front door. number one is just please stop loot boxes and then the 90 other 77 other the pieces is just that 97
0: more times mm. i just almost went off on a, a tangent about the, the the theses martin luther's theses um, uh, and i decided against it <laughs> and i've waited he has one of my favorite quotes of all time though i
1: mm-hmm. will say that yeah Hold on, hold on, hold on I I promise I'll be quick But I'm going to make sure that I get it absolutely right Because this is important to me To get it perfectly right I could very quickly get it close Here we go Whoever drinks beer, he is quick to sleep Whoever sleeps long Does not sin Whoever does not sin enters heaven Thus, let us drink beer Martin Luther
0: (laughs) I find it hard to argue with that He's, he's absolutely right. Um. <laughs> Another fantastic quote from his, from him is, um, uh, from, his. Yeah, from his, man, I just cannot use English. Days speak today. Um, uh, I am. Um, uh, uh, what, what, was, what was the phrase? It was, it was talking to people who were like, "How do you find time with your schedule to work in daily prayer?" And he says, and he said. Why, some days, I find I have so much business that I simply cannot get by without spending at least three hours in prayer.
1: (laughs) He was quite the human. (laughs) Uh, So back to an actual topic. An actual uh, topic, (laughs) yeah. Martin Luther isn't real. Martin (laughs) Martin Luther was fake. He's created by the government. Um, So, just to... To make sure we're on the same page with your statement mm-hmm. and I think you and I are but we'll do it for the sake of the audience at home So are you saying <coughs> you're wanting an illustration of these three different things or are you saying? When are when when should in video games in particular games? Mm-hmm. When uh, is, is one of these things to be picked over the other because I mean immersion the concept of saying immersion is kind of a broad topic because mm-hmm. I mean some games obviously I mean, Beautiful Joe doesn't require you to be
0: immersed. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, um, it's but basically...
1: But games do.
0: Yeah, so it's it's basically immersion within the game. So, I mean, like, you know, breaking the fourth wall doesn't break the immersion when it fits the game. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so, or, and then again, immersion sometimes is something that isn't done in games. And so, you know, um, uh, for the most part, immersion is the goal, but sometimes enjoyment comes separate from immersion... But I'm not go- but for right now, I'm just going I'm gonna consider immersion. I'm going to define immersion more broadly than it's supposed to be defined just to make immersion the end goal for the game. And that is immersion is that state of mind where you are. in, in, in this context, I'm defining immersion as that state of mind when you are in the video game or in the conversation with your buddy while you're playing the video game and the video game is not disrupting your enjoyment of the game. So that is to say, if the game isn't fun, it can still be immersive, just because, you know, I don't really like this game, but, um, but the game isn't breaking your state of mind that you are in to play the game. Whereas a game where, you know, uh, instead of, you know, I don't think a game needs that the Wile e. Coyote jump in order to be immersive, but if a game, say, did the opposite... Uh, every platform had, instead of two inches of, of empty space you could jump off of at the end of the platform, they removed two inches from the platform even though it was visible, and so you kept falling through the edge of the platform. That would break immersion. Even it, it, like, if the game was great, it would still break immersion. If the game was sucky but you were still playing it, that would break immersion. Um, uh, so those things that remove you from the necessary state of mind to be playing that video game, whatever that may be. Um, so, okay,
1: so so that's interesting because – let me cut in because that's very different than kind of how I was about to approach immersion. <coughs> mm-hmm. Because what I'm thinking of are the games when I'm playing them, especially if I'm playing them alone, mm-hmm. um, where I am so incredibly immersed mm-hmm. into the game that, like, a jump scare actually makes me about crap myself because, like, I was so <sighs> – mm-hmm. so inside of this game. <laughs> giggity. Mm-hmm. Um, that like anything happening in the game is my brain is firing like it's happening to me.
0: Yes, and that that's that's the more proper definition of immersion, and the definition of immersion that I just gave would include that.
1: Right. So you're saying you're, mm-hmm. you're just giving a quick detail of something that would break the immersion for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. And, and, and so the so that way um uh, it's it's n- it's not that way I'm not saying when is realism proper. When is suspension of disbelief proper, and when is immersion proper to reach the enjoyment of the game? Um, uh, I I I'm rephrasing the question to when should we prioritize suspension of disbelief, and when should we prioritize realism, in order to get the proper amount of immersion that is real or enjoyment, I should say that is enjoyment. Yeah, and so, and
1: so <laughs> to put a definition on those two. Um... So for, like, when you're saying realism, a good definition would be, like, you're playing Arma 3 and someone hits you with two shots from an M16 from halfway across the map and you die because that's what happens when you take two shots from an M16. That's realism. (coughs) You might think it's ridiculous because you're not used to playing that type of a game and you get shot twice from forever away from a gun that shouldn't kill you from forever away if you're playing, like, call of duty but the game is supporting realism and that's what would happen if you get shot with 16 and then suspension of belief is like playing call of duty you take 13 shotgun blasts and then run away and then get better in five seconds
0: effectively yeah that that, yeah so just just to to put an an example that someone could picture in their head yeah arma is absolute realism um, yes. maybe not even Call of Duty, but you know, a lot of arcade shooters are absolute. We'll say Doom, probably. Doom is absolute <laughs> suspension of disbelief.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's we have labels for all the things we're about to talk about. So that's mm-hmm. important.
0: Yeah, and it, to to give a quick example of prioritizing realism, suspension of disbelief, and then how far suspension of disbelief can't like you know, so so there has to be a point where. Um, uh, because no game can be 100% perfectly realistic. It's not possible. So mm-hmm. suspension of disbelief has to play in somewhere. Suspension of disbelief kicks in right where begins, right where realism ends. And then there has to be a line where there is no more suspension of disbelief, and then once that is broken... So immersion happens when it becomes too realistic... Or you go too far towards the suspension of disbelief, and trying to f- and it's basically a, this is a conversation, trying to figure out where we think the best happy medium for that is, in certain er- in in which areas, <clears throat> um, so like I'll give the example of Call of Duty. Uh, well, Call of Duty in general is a great thing, right? Because, you know, you die, you respawn. That doesn't happen in real life, so that is not realistic. But suspension of disbelief works out perfectly there. You know, I can suspend my disbelief in this case because it continues the immersion of the game. But then we go to something like like shotguns, right? Um, uh, <clears throat> shotguns, because the shotguns were perfectly realistic. You see the guys in Call of Duty, they're not armored. These guys are wearing clothes, Mm-hmm. Which means you have this, you know, shotgun with a, you know, anti-personnel buckshot load. You're gonna get smoked from f- easy forty yards. You know, if I if I whip out my shotgun and I see you and I go boom and I hit you, aiming center mass, do you know, using good push-pull technique with my shotgun, pow, double op buckshot. Um, uh, yeah at least three or four of those pellets are going into your chest and probably probably seven of them right because you're looking at um uh, uh what is it one inch i think for every five yards of spread for with with a good buckshot and so at 40 yards what you're looking at is eight inches of spread um uh, and so most of those pellets will still probably be, get in that guy's torso and that's effectively they're really close to the same size, the bullet holes are, and they're moving at enough speed that I could I could reasonably say that's the same thing as taking a nine millimeter pistol and shooting eight shots into the guy's yeah you know, in, in, into the dude's chest. Um, uh, that that dude, if he's not dead, he's out of the fight. Um, uh, and so you know, but you can't have that in, in, a, in a video game. You can't say, hey, look, this is my shotgun. I'll one shot you from forty yards. You can't do that in a video games. So that breaks immer- so that realism would break immersion to be able to do that. So then where you do the cutoff line, and then Call of Duty, uh, in particular, um, uh, has lowered that to the point where <clears throat> there are many times where shotguns um, uh, break immersion from going beyond suspension of disbelief. Like that dude is five yards in front of me. And it took me two shots with my shotgun to kill him. That's ridiculous. And so they the, they did that with um uh uh two Call of Duties in particular. And it was both by Treyarch. Treyarch hates shotguns. Um uh, in Cold War, the shotguns were garbage. And I mean garbage in that you can't suspend your disbelief enough to believe that shotguns are that weak. Um uh, that would happen in Cold War, and it happened in um, Black Ops Four. Yeah, Black Ops Four. Um, uh, which by the way, Black Ops Four, worst Call of Duty ever, hands down. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah. So there, so there is no appropriate suspension of disbelief when it comes to specifically shotguns. Um, uh, because I can't suspend my disbelief that far to say that really shot shot shotguns, <laughs> shotguns. That that's that's what they are in those two games. Um, uh, Hello. are, 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 that, are, 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 are that weak, but, um, uh, uh, yeah, and so, like, like, so that's, that is, so, uh, shotguns are a, a perfect example of that, like, you know, y- they can't be realistic, because they, if they're too realistic, the game becomes garbage, um, uh. And also, but then again, if it was a war situation, then people would be wearing body armor, and any level of body armor will stop a shotgun shell. And so, then maybe they would still be useless. And so, you know, the, so you know, the, the realism does not work um, uh, for shotguns. But then, if you dis, you know, but then, so you have to have some suspension of disbelief to say, yeah, I get, I get that a shotgun is only effective at ten yards. I get that. And then to say, hey, two shots at five yards—that's breaking immersion there too. So you know, um, uh, so I, I like to use shotguns as a, as a good example of that. Um, uh, where where's the uh, of of where the line is at? Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, what do you think? Uh, realism. When do you think of prioritizing realism? Um. Uh, and obviously we have like a, a mill sim, right? Like mm-hmm. Arma um uh, mm-hmm. then the priority it leans more towards realism than suspension of disbelief so like um i don't know in gunplay um uh, where do you wh- where's where's your favorite line oh also I, b- before i say this there's also something to be said about um uh, world realism versus actual realism so like uh there's nothing realistic about throwing fireballs out of your hands It can't be done um, uh, but if the game is set in a world where it can be done, then that's realistic.
1: That's right. world. That's so, world realism. That's so the majority <coughs> of. I'll, I'll I'll comment to that too, since you specifically asked me. But I will say the majority of my thoughts on this are going to the majority of them are going to exist outside of of this style of game. hmm Um, just because that's where. Uh, that's where most of my thoughts are on, on, on <coughs> things that do this well and, mm-hmm. and therefore kind of push my thought process on this. But I will say for. Oh. Hmm. So there's a lot of factors that go into this for talking about, like you're talking about gunplay on Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're playing. If you're playing the campaign, for instance. hmm. Um. Let's say you play on the easiest level. Well, then all of the enemies are essentially pretty close to realism um, mm-hmm. as far as the amount of damage that they can take. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, of course, you on the other hand are an
0: absolute sponge. Mm-hmm. Then we play you on. Then die. we play on hard. It's realistic how much damage you can take.
1: And then it's no longer realistic how much damage they can take. <clears> and they're <throat> also human. Mm-hmm. Um, But then, like, the place in the middle is kind of ridiculous because then everyone's taking, like, you know, five or six shots from seven feet away from, you know, I was just, I just beat the campaign on Vanguard Mm -hmm. um, the other day. I mean, like, and I had it on a medium difficulty uh, just playing through the game. And I specifically remember, like, having this moment where I'm eight feet away from someone Mm -hmm. and I had, like, (coughs) PPSH and I definitely shot them, like, nine or ten times all you know, somewhat center mass, every single shot above the waist. And I'm just like, mm. he would not be, like, he would not still be holding his gun shooting at me. He, at mm. the very least, would be very unhappy. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, it, there are moments that break immersion like that. Like, where, you know, I think anything, for anything that makes you stop and go, that's kind of stupid, mm-hmm. breaks immersion for me. So, something like that, um, in that game, that's a break of immersion. <coughs> um, as far as, like, you got into really big detail about, like, this particular gun and the way it would act in real life and this and that. I don't think my mind goes quite that direction. I will say,
0: I only, I only no do that with shotguns. Just throw that because shotguns are the biggest example of of no, when no, no. there's yeah. the suspension of disbelief and when you can break it in either for, direction.
1: For sure, but I mean, you were going into and you you just went into pretty good detail. I don't think I have a thought that could go into that much detail about. Weaponry for that. I will say that anytime I pick up a Dragonov and shoot someone in the chest, and they turn around and shoot me, it does make me raise a pretty big eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I don't think it's never enough to make me quit <clears throat> playing the game. But it does kind of ruin. I would say, I wouldn't say it ruins immersion. I would say that the way that they are calculating hit points in a game can vary, and that has moments of small immersion <clears throat> breaks. Mm-hmm. So, like, the reason why I specifically said campaign, if you flip over to multiplayer, I mean, I mean mm-hmm. let's, let's be real. If you have, like, my, my favorite gun from Modern Warfare was the SPR uh, with, like, Lapua Mag, It's a nasty gun. If you shot someone in that from a few feet away and hit them in the arm at mm-hmm. the side, the bullet would go through their body and they'd be, they'd be done. Mm-hmm. But in Call of Duty multiplayer, you shoot them in the arm, and what they have is a few hit points taken away because they were shot in the arm. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, those those are <clears throat> immersion breaks, technically
0: speaking, but it's not game breaking. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I I wonder if the game doesn't like like d- doesn't do projectiles differently than that because I wonder if like if the if rather than having to calculate physics. For I mean, because I'm shooting through a wall, right? And I bet this is what happens. Um. Uh, uh, like so, it was it was easier with hit scan, and I think that's why with hit scan, they did do that. If your hand was in the way and you shot them in the hand, then it was a uh, uh, then they and it went through their went through their hand and into their body. It kind of as a hand shot and a body shot. Um, uh, why they did that in old games with hit scan and why they don't do it now with with actual projectiles. I would imagine what they do it do is, instead of calculating the physics and see how much each thing would slow the bullet down, they, um, uh, uh, the, when the projectile hits a thing, um, uh, it basically, like, you know, detects how fast the projectile is moving when it hits that thing, um, uh, and then determines how much this object should slow down the projectile and it just generates a new projectile going out of the back of the thing rather than calculating physics of passing through the thing so i imagine like if i shot through three walls then there would be four different projectiles generated by the game um uh, and i and i bet that's why that why the new games are that way because with hit scan it would be it hit this And then, so so it immediately checks, can can I go through this thing? Yes, I can. Okay, then what's behind it? It's that. Can I go through that thing? Yes, I can. And it just keeps applying hits to objects behind until it can no longer pass through. Whereas this would calculate speed of the projectile and say, okay, how fast must the projectile now be going? And rather than keeping the same projectile, I bet the game generates a new projectile with each thing. And so once the bullet hits the person... It hits the person in the hand, and it takes away X number of hit points for the hand. I said, okay, now this bullet is passing through this person. How much speed should it have now? And it generates a new projectile behind the person. Since I don't know if that's what is being done, but it but it sounds that sounds logical. It sounds like it would be a faster calculation for the game to handle, and also it would make a lot more. It would make make a, a lot of sense why now you're not getting body shots, um, uh, even though you're shooting through the guy's hand. Sure. Into his body, but yeah. <clears throat> and see, like when you're saying, you know, if you shot a guy with a dragon off and he turns around and shoots you back, um, uh, that breaks immersion. It, when you think like going by the definition of immersion that you gave at the beginning, that would break the, immer- that would break immersion in that sense. Uh, with the definition of immersion that I gave, I don't think it necessarily would because that falls under appropriate suspension of disbelief in the context of Call of Duty. I think because the um uh uh the Dragunov is, you know, f- fantastic uh fantastic bullet, a great gun's bullet's been around forever. 7.62x54 um uh it was used in the uh uh the uh the Mauser way back in the day, 7mm Mauser, is, I believe is the same cartridge. Um um uh, so in Cold War, that'd be the three-line rifle. Uses the same bullet as the Dragonov. Um, it's uh, a fantastic gun, but um, uh, but we um, uh, yeah. But for for the for the the context of the 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 Dragonov, that gun in in Modern Warfare 2019, that gun can shoot as fast as you can click. So you go chick tick 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 tick, and that gun goes boom 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 boom. Um, uh, not not quite as fast as you can click, but you can easily. You can usually easily pop, you know, point, point 0.3 splits, 0.25 splits with it in, in the game. Um, uh, and for a gun that has the capability of shooting that fast, I understand why for, the, for, for suspension of disbelief, for in, in, immersion, that is the mindset that allows you to play and enjoy the game, uh, for immersion in that context... I can very much understand why you wouldn't um uh, uh yeah I can very much understand why you wouldn't want a gun shooting that fast to have a very large kill box. You want that gun to have a smaller kill box um uh, because if that gun has a had, a had a large kill box and you had all these, you know, say you had you, you had a row of guys, you could um uh, clear that out um uh, faster and that would be realistic. To say, hey, look, here's six guys. Pop, 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 and you kill all six guys at about that speed, and that would be potentially realistic if you were in a good position, but that would be the the I that that you know su- suspension of disbelief would very much allow you to have you know a few of those shots be misses because of the. You know extra recoil that isn't quite there or a few of those shots be uh yeah no you hit him two inches low in the chest he's he can hop behind cover and recover you know so i i i don't i don't have a problem with that in video games i i think that that falls under suspension of disbelief in times like that no it pretty
1: much just happens and you go that was stupid and that was a moment of suspension of disbelief
0: that's what suspension of disbelief is is I suspend no, my disbelief yeah
1: the, 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 that moment of your suspension of disbelief you're describing is one where you are unimmersed <clears throat> from the game because you're like that was
0: stupid n- n- did n- you know it was stupid no n- n- if there is if suspension of disbelief exists then immersion is not broken no no no. I'm saying what mm-hmm. you're describing a suspension of disbelief is a moment where everyone goes that's hold, stupid hold, hold, and hold, that hold moment, on hold on hold on hold on what I'm just dis- okay I, I, I misheard. You said what I am subscribing as suspension of disbelief. I, you said what I am... Sus- what I am subscribing. I just said what I, uh, I, I... Yeah, I thought you said what I am describing is suspension of disbelief. No, 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 no. Okay. I said okay. what you Got are you. describing
1: as suspension of mm-hmm. disbelief is the moment where everyone goes, that's ridiculous and it wouldn't happen. And that's our moment of breaking immersion because that thing that I described where someone gets shot... And I mean, I, I know you just spoke. I said like a 500-word essay on... Mm-hmm. all of that stuff, and I was just like, yeah, but no. <laughs> <laughs> because that moment... You That's literally all of our episodes. <laughs> that, 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 what you just described as suspension of disbelief is a moment where nearly every person I've ever talked to, including you, goes, that was stupid. Because in that mo- moment, we couldn't believe
0: that happened, because it broke the immersion. <laughs> That's uh, and, all I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah, and, and again... Um, uh, it's immersion that that's why I, that's why I gave such a different immersion uh, a different immersion of definition earlier uh, that, that's why I gave a different definition of immersion earlier because yeah that technically breaks immersion by like the true definition of immersion the actual you know how you actually because it doesn't really like it pulls you out from inside the game but only briefly so that's technically breaking immersion but it doesn't break the Mindset of in of of game enjoyment, I guess. I, I don't know how no, to describe. Fair.
1: I just yeah. wanted to say, yeah. I just wanted you to say all that, and me go, yeah, but no.
0: Yeah, um, and, and so that, that that's why I gave the the definition of immersion as as I did, and I should probably because I didn't want to just say, um, because uh, like, because obviously immersion is its own category. So instead of saying. Realism versus suspension of disbelief to achieve immersion. It would technically be realism versus suspension of disbelief versus immersion to achieve enjoyment. But I wanted to, I, I wanted there to be something to be the attitude of enjoyment, the mindset of enjoyment, just because if you know my the mindset of me enjoying this otherwise good game is consistently broken, I will no longer enjoy the game. But mm-hmm. if I if the game is designed so that I stay in the mindset of enjoyment the entire time, but the game sucks, I still won't enjoy the game. So I wanted to make it make it make an objective standard outside of game quality.
1: Okay, so so <clears throat> yes, mm-hmm. um, so we just did an awful lot, essentially, just talking about Call of Duty, yeah. um, and I think mm-hmm. it put, did a really good basis for. Um, going into what we're talking about, but mm-hmm. I really, really want to talk about the majority <clears throat> of things outside of Call of Duty. Yes. immersion. Because for the record, Call <clears throat> of Duty is not a game that I find immersive playing multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, when, I th- it, it, when I think about, like, when you think about, if you open up a dictionary and look at the word immersive, mm-hmm. Call of Duty Online multiplayer is immersive in that you're focused on it, but no part of you I, it, it, with with me mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. I am in this game no I'm usually talking to someone I might be talking to you if we're playing together like I'm clearly like operating this mm-hmm. game but like I'm not immersed in it in, in that sense
0: that's me every day I am clearly yep. operating I'm clearly
1: <laughs> operating so the I, what I really really wanted to talk about as like a should we start with a good example of something that's uh, of a good example of something that's perfect or a good example of something that's so broken, it's the reason why uh we, we it's the reason why this topic comes up for multiple people who talk about video games at some point.
0: Um start with something screwed up because I'm having trouble thinking of one.
1: Okay. I've already thought of one. Uh-huh. And I can't remember the name of it to save my life. Moons of Mattles. Remember oh, well that was just <laughs> a bad game. Um I can't remember the name of this game to save my life. Uh, but you'll know what I'm talking about immediately. <clears throat> so, so Sean and I always, we've always kind of got our video game systems late. Mm-hmm. Um, even as a child, we basically got whatever the last <clears throat> system was when a new one comes out because I wasn't give it the old one. And so when the PS3 had been out for not a terribly long time when we graduated and we put all of our graduation money together because we still live together mm-hmm. and we bought a PlayStation three and, uh, The first game we got is the one I don't want to talk about yet because it's going to be my example for the opposite. One of the first games we got. But
0: having not had it for too long... It actually took us a long time to get that game because you killed people in it. That's true. (laughs) Um, But a game that
1: Sean got um, that he was very excited about, and sadly I was at the beginning because this is back when people were really trying to... Developers were really trying to utilize the six axis of the controller... As a means for immersion, mm-hmm. Sean bought a game mm-hmm. that essentially was what was it called? You've already, you're already remembering it, yeah, okay, it
0: yeah. Um, I, I have an idea of close to what it's called. I'm gonna look it up to make sure it was called that. Um, uh, yeah, Warhawk. Was it Warhawk? No, it wasn't That's Warhawk because because this cool one also this one also has has a ground. I had a demo for Warhawk, but it was just a it was it was just a World War 2 airplane game. So, so hey, actually, ooh, perfect,
1: because we aren't talking about the same thing. Uh, that game was terrible, too. It was very, very short. The campaign lasted no time at all. I was very disappointed. It was like the South Seas of World War II. War Which, WW
0: uh, World War II dogfight, maybe. That
1: was terrible. Um, but no, 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 no. I'm thinking of a different one. You are playing, it's a third-person camera. You're playing as this character. The storyline is so forgettable, I've forgotten it. The biggest draw to this game, from an E3 standpoint when they were uh, announcing it and, and uh, promoting it, was that you threw this sort of
0: mm, mm-hmm. created projectile that you yeah. controlled
1: with the six-axis controller. Yeah, it, it was it was a um, how to describe it. It was a loosely just an action game um, that it wasn't stylized combat, but yet not never was it good combat dark sector Mm -hmm. one of the worst games that have ever been made so the real thing that breaks immersion is bugs Mm -hmm. it's just bugs that's the number one immersion breaking thing Mm -hmm. dark sector was riddled with bugs you Mm -hmm. get behind cover properly ai didn't make any sense it was one of those games where if one enemy saw you All of a sudden, 100% of them in the area snapped their heads to you, firing like they all immediately knew right where to shoot. When you tried to use the six axis to control this blade, it was very finicky. Mm -hmm. Like it worked, but it didn't work well. Yeah, there was you could turn that off, by the way. There was an option so you could control it with the right stick, but eventually (laughs) did. Yeah, Uh, but Mm -hmm. still, it was it, it. This game was a shiny example of. Zero immersion Mm -hmm. Because it was virtually unplayable And I get that's an extreme example But I kind of wanted to give extreme examples on both ends Mm -hmm. That's the first game that came to my mind So Dark Sector was just broken It was darn near unplayable Um, Nothing worked properly The graphics were Fine but, I mean, for the time, you had other games that we're about to talk about that mm-hmm. were just leaps and bounds beyond it. So, like, no excuse for being a game. It wasn't very long. It was campaign only. So, the graphics weren't up to par for being what it was. And this huge development thing that they thought was the coolest thing ever that was going to sell the game was almost unusable if you wanted to be effective in the game. Mm-hmm. So, that is the true definition of immersion breaking for me as far as when it comes to that. And then that was a game where there was no, like, you had to completely rely on, this is the world's mechanics, so I'm I'm, I'm suspending all belief from reality, so there is no realism. So, this game had zero realism, because nothing you did, except for maybe punching someone in the face, was something you could do in the real world. And that's great. A lot of games do that, and they do it very, very well. And because it's written in the rules of this game and in this universe you're playing in you abide by them and you're fine with them and that's part of the immersion and it's great Mm -hmm. but when none of them work that's when you lose the immersion this game was busted Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and I will say this though I will say this though even with all that even with all that the game was fun enough But I would love to see a studio like maybe Bluepoint, they're fantastic at doing things like this, remaking that game from the ground up. Well,
1: that's the thing.
0: Mm -hmm. It had a lot of promise if it would have worked properly.
1: Yeah. But that's what I'm I'm getting at. It Mm -hmm. wasn't a bad idea. Mm -hmm. It wasn't bad elements. Yeah. Granted, we should probably... The dialogue would need to be redone, and I would want the story to be a little bit different because I just remember mm-hmm. being dumb. I yeah. don't even remember anything about it, cause it was just dumb.
0: And also, also maybe I liked it so much because I hadn't really played any shooters or anything like that up to that point. It was a lot of fun. Um. Uh, oh, there's another shooter uh, from around the same time that was really bad. Um, it had to do with freezing time and stuff. Um, uh, that was pretty rough. But the PS3 was the era of shooters. You know, the, the the early PS3, everyone and their mother wanted to make a shooter. Some of them were pretty good. Some of them weren't. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, yeah, yeah. And, the, and a lot of them had decent ideas, like the time freeze game that I can't think of what it was called. Time shift? What was it called? I don't even remember. Time shift was a different okay. game. But um, uh, either Fall way, it yeah, it doesn't matter. Or like Brink. You know, that was a fantastic idea that was executed poorly. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh, they, but you know, just stuff like that. I'm. Uh, uh, but they. Um, uh, <clears throat> uh... Uh... What am I talking about? Oh, oh, talking? oh yeah, but and it could have been. So I didn't, But I, I didn't have much experience with you know high octane, fast paced action games, especially shooters, up until that point. And that could have been why I enjoyed that game, even though it was so bad. But and all. But it could have been. <laughs> that that game was just so dark and edgy and that's just the way I was at that point in my life that I enjoyed those things good morning and or afternoon and or evening and or lunchtime <clears throat> this recording will be split into two episodes starting now and continuing now next week yes um, this is because we went on and on for far too long but we talked about something that well could be interesting. And so for that reason we are splitting up this episode cuz no one wants to listen, no one likes us well enough to listen to us for 2 straight hours. So cutting the episode in half and here ends the first